0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of by Erica the podcast. I am Erica, your host here to talk about all things five D, high vibrational, spiritual, and higher consciousness. Welcome to the podcast and come on in. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be here and I just love this outlet that we have so much and today I want to talk about something that came to my mind. I often hear people saying I'm not a pessimist, I'm just a realist after you maybe presented an optimistic idea, thought, or projection and it got me thinking why in our society are we so quick to go to the negative and go to the more pessimistic thought than the positive thought? Where did this start to happen and how did we get here? (laughs) And luckily we have a lot of tools to help us rewire our brain and our thought process. And today we're going to talk a lot about that. So I've heard this so much people saying, well, I'm a realist and then follow it with a negative, not a negative thought, but more of the worst case scenario than the best case scenario. And as many of you know, I struggled a lot with anxiety. Um, specifically health anxiety, and I was stuck thinking about the worst case scenario. We hear these things, you know, we hear these experiences that other people have that are just earth shattering, really. And I believe that we internalize them. We take them on and we say, well, if it could happen to them, it could happen to us. And we kind of live in fear of that happening to us and knowing that it is possible. But on the flip side, the same exists. So those wonderful stories that you hear and those best case scenario stories, those one in what feel like one in a million stories, those do exist as well. And I think it's important to stop and recognize that for some reason, we are all so much, we're so quick to go to that negative story, that negative potential outcome rather than the positive one. And when I struggled with health anxiety, um, as I shared before in previous podcasts and just on my social, I spent a lot of time rewiring my brain. So before I knew what Kundalini was, I started to think about the thoughts I had all day and try to create new pathways and new ideas. So when a negative thought would come through, I would try to stop it and flip it to, instead of the worst case scenario, the best case scenario. And they're both equally imaginative. That's the funny part. People might say, um, you know, someone might counter this and say, well, you're living in a fantasy land. Yeah, well, i rather live in the best case scenario fantasy land than the worst case scenario fantasy, fantasy land, right? Are you with me on that? So there's a lot that starts to happen here when we start to take the negative thoughts and actually reframe them into a more positive thought. So When we're stuck in a negative loop, we first feel that negative energy. We feel it inside our body. And if it floats around in our mind for more than 13 seconds, it becomes an emotion, energy emotion. It starts to take over our body. We might start to feel weak in our joints, sweaty in our palms, an elevated heart rate. If you guys struggle with anxious thoughts or thoughts of fear, you know what this feels like. And now if we're able to stop it before those 13 seconds and we reframe the thought and we bring in a new, more positive thought, we start to feel more positive because the brain is so damn powerful. And that's that's the power it has. What we think creates what we feel and what we feel creates our choices and our actions and that creates our reality. So, Like I was saying, if we're going to choose a fantasy land to live in, would it be a place of fear or would it be what you want to project, what you want to create instead of what you don't want to create? So, lately, I've just been thinking how I, you know, I work with people one on one and this has come up a lot. Like, why is it so easy to just go to that thought of fear? Why does the thought of fear feel more true, like it could come true more so than the positive thought? And that is all because of the frequency that we've been living in, in the world, in our families, in our society. And what we're starting to see now is a huge shift. Out of that vibration of fear. And I believe that we have been under this vibration of fear for a very long time. And I've spoken about the vibrational scale of emotion. So every emotion has a different measurement in hertz because energy is measured in hertz. Fear is one of the lowest ones on the scale. And when you're vibrating in a place of fear, you attract disease, you attract illness, you attract. More things to be fearful of, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's if you believe that you create your reality. So, I think that right now we're making a huge transformation and a huge shift collectively and we are clearing that fear out of our DNA and we're going to be more able to step into that positive realm and I see it already through the people I work with one-on-one and just through society as a whole that we're more open to meditation where we all understand manifesting is mainstream like hello manifesting has gone mainstream I think this is something that more and more people are really living with and actively participating in and understanding the effects and the benefits of it. So we're definitely making that shift. So with fear, that is primarily cause through the root chakra so if we have a root chakra imbalance so we have a chakra system these are energy centers throughout our body a lot where most of the major nerve endings or organs are and these chakras are energy centers or portals and the first chakra is the root chakra and that's located at the base of the spine near the um, elimination organs and If we have an imbalance in the root chakra, you can stay in that state of fear. You could feel like there's no security in your life. You could feel like there's no foundation. You can feel possibly paranoid or very anxious, fearful of the future or fearful of where you are at in the here and now. So... The root chakra is the first chakra and in kundalini we work with that a lot. So when I ask you to squeeze the front and the back as we meditate and we pull on that lock, the root lock, we're taking that energy and we are clearing it through the chakra system. We're really digging out, clearing out layers and layers of energy, emotions that have been buried so far deep within our body. So Kundalini is one way to balance the root chakra and the color that is, is associated with the root chakra is red. And by eating red foods like beets um, and maybe an apple a red apple or any other vegetables that are red and wearing the color red, repeating mantras and affirmations that I am safe, I am grounded, I am rooted into the earth, and I am protected. Those are all ways that we can balance the root chakra. So As we step into this new space, as we come out of the vibration of fear and into this vibration of understanding that we're a co-creator, understanding that we have so much more power within ourselves, we start to free ourselves. And when you start to free yourselves from the fear, when we start to free ourselves from the fear, we really become unstoppable. Nothing holds us back. It takes a lot of rewiring, and as I said before, I did a lot of mindset training on my own to get myself out of a fearful state, which I will step you through in a little bit, but also the practice of Kundalini helps us to do that. And all specifically the, I I would say any Kundalini practice does this, but also the addiction meditation is really great for firing those new neural pathways into a more positive outlook and a more positive Avenue. So that's a really good one. That's up on the evolved exclusive. So, by practicing kundalini we're able to be more observant of our thoughts and when we could be more observant of our thoughts we could change the thoughts that we have and it's interesting because we start to look around at society and we start to see how many structures have been in place from a place of fear and not trust and the more we tune into ourselves the more we start to discover that there's much less things to fear than we've been taught that have been pushed upon us. So by tuning in, we start to observe our thoughts. We're able to take a fearful thought and turn it into a a space of love. And we're able to kind of dissect like, wait a minute, why am I feeling fear around this right now? What is it that's triggering me? Why do I feel fear around this? And how can I choose again? How can I release this fear and turn more into faith and more into love? I think that faith is a really big part of this. So usually if we're in a state of fear, we're not trusting the divine process. We're not trusting that there's a divine plan. We're not trusting that the outcome is going to be in our favor. We're not trusting that there's some higher power that's guiding us, right? And don't worry, I've been there too. In the beginning of my journey, I never thought that there was a higher power. I just thought this was life as we see it. And that's all that exists. And something just terrible could come along and just really change everything around for me. And as I began to really dive deep into my soul and speak with the universe and ask the universe for signs and read texts and docu- and listen to documentaries that just prove how powerful we are as individuals, how much power lies within us, and how there's just so much evidence of something more. That really, really built my faith. So if you're just on this journey, if you feel like you're just burdened with fear, you are not alone. You are absolutely not alone. And I think the first step is to start by observing your thoughts, okay? After you observe your thoughts, take a moment to call yourself out. Take that story of fear that you're saying to yourself and say, that is fake. That does not exist. And if I'm going to stay in an imaginary world, I'm going to choose something that feels like love. I'm going to choose something that feels good. And when you do that, you shift the whole frequency of your body and your aura field and your whole electromagnetic field and everything that you attract and the whole entire path you're on, you choose a different path. And when you feel good, you attract more things that are going to make you feel good. And that's the truth. And I tried this all out as a, as an experiment, as I told you before, and I encourage you to do it too. I, I said to myself, Hey, if this is true, what all these woo woo people are talking about the law of attraction and manifesting and facing your fears, if this is all true, it will work for me. I'm going to try it out as an experiment. Worst case scenario, if it doesn't work, I'll just feel a heck of a lot better than I did if I was staying in fear. So it sounds like a win-win and sure enough, the universe starts to work with you. So when you start to shift out of fear into a love or a higher frequency, that's step one and then step two kind of comes very naturally. Your faith is restored and your faith is built. So by tuning into that higher frequency, the universe is going to show you signs. And if you don't see the signs, if you feel like the universe isn't showing you the signs, I want you to stop and ask the universe for signs. Send me this number, send me this symbol, or send me something. Let something happen that I know is a sign that I'm on the right path. And just allow, allow for that to happen. So as we continue to do that, I would... My first, my first step, just to recap, my first step is aligning your thoughts. So coming out of fear into a high frequency, number two, building your faith, number three, developing your, your practice. And if it's not Kundalini, find something that speaks to your soul and makes your soul feel like you've gone to a place of ecstasy because that's what Kundalini does for me. I just sometimes ever want to come back from it because I feel so at home, so at peace and so good. Find something that works for you because in those silent moments that you have with your soul, that's where your faith is restored. That's where you build faith. That's where you start to see that there's so much more within you than any system or structure has ever let you believe. Okay? And after building that practice, you can start writing down your intentions of what you want to bring in, what you want to replace your fear with. And allow that to come through. And start to understand that by being positive, by looking into the light, by diving deep and choosing those higher frequencies, you are creating that as your reality. And something I wanted to talk about that has come up in the past, I don't see a lot of people saying it now. And I'm happy about that because I don't want to give it that much energy. But this idea of toxic positivity, I don't know if you've heard of it before. But basically, I guess it goes along with spiritual bypassing where you're not really facing whatever it is that's going on. And you're just like being positive, like almost like something terrible is happening. And you're just like smiling it away. So first of all, if we practice Kundalini, that's not what's happening here because we're doing the work. Or if you have any other practice where you do the work and whatever that means to you, you're not spiritually bypassing, you're not being (laughs) toxic positive or whatever you want to call it. But the reason why I hate that term is because every day we have the choice of the energy that we want to be in. And by being in a lower frequency, first I want to say, everyone has good days everyone has bad days okay so not every day is perfect and we're not always in a positive space life brings light and it brings a hell of a lot of shadows and we have a lot a lot to go through when we're reincarnated onto this journey in earth so with that being said We have a choice every day of what energy we want to emit and some days, yeah, we don't have good days and we stay in a lower state and that is part of the human journey and there's nothing wrong with it. But when we're able to take our wounds and transmute them into wisdom, and when we're able to do the work so that we can have that comeback rate back into a more positive space quickly, that's not toxic. It's actually helping not only you, but the frequency and the energy in the world around you. So by honoring your feelings, it's so important. It's so important to honor your feelings and work through that but it's also important to feel good and allow yourself to feel good and I think sometimes when things are really really dark and heavy in the world around us we might feel guilt of feeling good or we might feel like we are not you know going through it enough while others are suffering but by suffering ourselves on behalf of others, it does not help them. We're not helping anyone by feeling that way. So being able to clear and release guilt and be able to really tap in, do the work so that we can feel elevated because our vibration, we're responsible for our vibration. Everyone that comes in contact with us is exposed to our frequency and our vibration. And then that ripples out into the world. So never, ever feel guilty or toxic for that matter, for doing the work and shifting back into a positive place no matter what's going on in your life and no matter what's going on in the world because your light is helping not only you but everyone else around you. So I just wanted to share this really important topic that came to mind for me. And if you have any questions about this, please always reach out. I love hearing from you guys. And we, I just want you to remember that we are so much more powerful than we've been led to believe. So tap into that power, tap into the power of your mind, the power of your thoughts, and allow yourself to align to whatever it is that you want to bring in. And By practicing every single morning, kundalini helps us get into a very high vibrational and divine space or whatever your meditation practice is that helps you get there, go there each and every day. Do that for you and do that for the world. Thank you so much for always joining in and I hope to see you soon. Sat Nam.